Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the others since. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio <laughs> Where's my bins? YN. You bring the chips down? Something crunch and annoy everybody? Tell that it's SA rally time, can't you? Every year the SA rally's on, it's pissing with rain, and you go out in the Mount Crawford Forest, and they're all standing around bloody um, 44 gallon, must be on 44 gallon drum. Yeah, that's right, with well, hot coals in them. Stuff. That's it, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And the rain's going on all the coals. I can tell you. <laughs> and then I'm coming here tonight, it's very hard, and I get to the middle of town, I'm on Curry Street. And the lights are red for like ever. I'm like, what's going on? And they've got the bloody, all the cars from the SA rally parading down King William Street. Oh, three of them. No, and there's cops on bikes and there's rally cars and there's, which is great promotion for the whole event. I mean, I think that's fantastic. I'm sure the street was lined with spectators in the rain. Well, it was, you know, absolutely heaving. But not nevertheless. I mean, it, and it is a great idea, but where's all the publicity? Someone said to me the other day, oh, Rally SA this weekend. And I went, yeah, you're right, you know. But it's funny because I've heard nothing about it. JP, you know, all you, if you want a bit of publicity, all you need to do is bypass the authorities and use the government, which means it's now time for episode 216 of Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look, a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technology, gadgets and barbecues. Insert intro jingle now. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. <laughs> why, why don't you just buy, you. why don't you just bypass the South Australian Motorsport Board and just make a decision? It's like, well, 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 we'll just change the date. You've got to get no one's going to worry about us changing the date and making it February. I mean, the teams will all be ready, won't they? The car of the futures will all be built. So just did it to get Tony Cochran arced up. Well, they definitely got him. Eh? He did arc. You know yeah. he's an Adelaide boy. Oh, I know. And you know who he? You know who he? Stu- you know who he studied design. Is that right? And you know who he studied with? Who? Your mate George Seekers. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they're old mates. <laughs> Trust George to know him. Yeah. You know George has got more push bikes than the average bike store. He's a push bike collector. Is that right? Yeah. So next time you see him, you need to talk talk to him about that. He's an interesting fellow once you've got a couple of wines into him. Mm, absolutely. Because it loosens him up. <laughs> it does. I wish I'd give him a laxative for his work, though. <laughs> get on with it. And hurry him up. Yeah, just slightly. <laughs> Not a chance of him being able to connect to this. But yeah, anyway, um, 
Yeah, what's all the story with that JP Lucky break the break the break the news this week before the before the news break? Um, you know, it was it's been a big week, you know, in Adelaide, you know. Oh, it has. David, David Hicks has been given the okay to publish and yep. and suddenly like what's the point of having the motorsport board? And, well that's and right. got well, why would you have a motorsport board when the when the government's just making its own decisions and you know, right over here, shot over. Arts versus motorsport. I mean you know the story. Well, the story is that basically the uh, the government, aka Joe Weatherall, the um, the premier, came out on uh, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Anyway, okay, really? Um, <laughs> not came out. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, now it was Tuesday. I'm pretty certain. Be down Shut up. And uh, and said, oh look, we've we've got this big thing because we've we've extended the fringe by a week, so the fringe is going to run longer. And of course, we don't want all that kerfuffle that we had. Last time the Clipsal was on, when the GTs drowned out the beginning of the opera down by the um, down by the River Torrens, so sounds like that. that sounds like a quite a nice name of the song. Drowned out by the River Torrens, <laughs> drowned in the River Torrens. Anyway, <laughs> the mighty River Torrens. So he just sort of you know come out and say, well, actually, what we'd really like is for the Clipsal 500 to be in February. That'd be really nice. So, maybe it can be called the Clipsal 100. Oh, <laughs> the way it's going, it'll be yeah, the Clipsal Zero. <laughs> I'll tell you. And so, it was just a... Uh, but the, you know, the funniest thing was, mainstream media, as in radio stations at least, who take the piss a lot, like Triple M, got onto it the following morning, and they actually did a skit on the, uh, on the breakfast bloody show, where they supposedly had Joe Weatherall ringing in, and saying, oh, look, we've just decided that we're going to rip all this apart and rebuild it, and we haven't told anybody. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to... Um, hospital's off. Oh, and by the way, congratulations on your new frequency. And Triple M broadcasts on 104.7, and he said, uh, no, no, well, we haven't told you, but from next week you'll be on 132.9. Three. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> so they're all taking the mickey. But, yeah, it was a, what a stupid thing to do. What a... You know, I mean... They've got no idea. I mean, these things are set in stone, the, 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 the championships. Well, yeah. and, and like you said, quite rightly so, I'm sure the teams would be highly unamused Oops. that you know that their build schedules for the car of the future mm. would be brought back three weeks, especially after Tony Cochran had reiterated this week that there was not an iota of a chance of you being able to run a 2012-spec non-Cotiff car. That's right. Yeah, so, you know, if they've got all that work to do and everything else, the last thing they want is bringing the, the first event of the year forward by two or three weeks. Or even just one week. I mean, a week's a long time when you're putting cars together. And it's hotter. I know, and that's the thing too. It'll kill the event. You put, you put it back to the last week in February. Generally, you're talking 26 to 31 degree days. And the crowds will just all go, oh, I'm going to stay home. We, we know on, the, optimum, the, the optimum temperature for Clipsal is 26 degrees. That's right. Mm. We know that. We do. Because we've been, been to enough of them <laughs> where that's the temperature. <laughs> Only one we miss. Mm. Well, I've missed. And I knew you might have taken it. So anyway. Although there was one extra one which wasn't a Clipsal, which was the sensational Adelaide 500. Which was very, the first one. Very, very first one. Very in first 1999. Really? Which is, incidentally, is quite funny because in the article that I wrote for the Radio Hotlap website, um, if you haven't seen it, viewers, you can go up and read my rant. On RadioHotlap.com. On RadioHotlap.com. Um, 
I made a reference to the Wikipedia site for the Clipsal 500 and actually if you click on the link it is actually Sensational Adelaide 500. It's not called Clipsal 500 and it sort of reiterates the fact that that's what the event was called the first year and it subsequently became the Clipsal 500. Yes, that's right. It doesn't take much to get Tony's dander up though, does it? No. And, um, you know, I think... He well, he doesn't like these governments messing around with his much, series. Too much fine living on his behalf. You know, <laughs> if you're going to be having fine living, don't do your top button up. Is that right? Because it's sort of, you know... You get a bit too much of the old turkey neck. The old uh, hair on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> turkey neck, turkey neck. But uh, I, I can only imagine <laughs> turtle neck. No, not turtle neck. <laughs> That's Steve Jobs. I've had pizza of turtling around here today. Yeah, I heard about your turtlage. <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh... Fucking I, 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 I can only... <laughs> I can only imagine that, uh, that, uh, that Mike Drewer would have been puffing, puffing, absolutely his guts out over that. Yeah, and his and brain would have been going at 900 miles an hour. Am I going to get out of this one now? No, it's not Jesus. his fault. No, I know, but he's the PR man, isn't he? So he's got to try and make well, light of it. He would be absolutely, like, Snaky, mm. but you, you know, you, it's hard to believe that. Well, there's Jay Weddle going. No, we've actually talked about it. You know, you go. Well, hello. Mm. Coco goes. They've never spoken to us about exactly. it. Exactly. And yeah. then the and whether all does. Well, like one of them is lying. Absolutely. So that's the problem for me. Mm. Which one do you think? Well, I sort of tend to think that the uh, well, because politicians don't lie, so it'd have to be Coco. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, we want to keep our media passes, so he, he wasn't. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, maybe I should switch the microphone on the long. Oh. Oh, are you right? Are you it's the end of the flu. I'm just trying to get rid of this last little bit yeah, of crack. Yeah, but coming around here, and, and if I get it from you, I'll be. You won't be getting it now. It's long gone. Let me tell you. Well, look. While we're on the subject of, of VAs, I thought. It's a bit interesting, you know. I feel that someone's going to get fired from V8s, as in a team, or as in no, someone as in the organisation. An official. That mm -hmm. An official that can you say an official's become too officious? You can. And I make a prediction. We wouldn't be he's talking been, about the rule book. He's would been we? on our show before. Mm -hmm. Damien White. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Damien White is, is, I think, the, the right guy for the job. However, the right guy for the job are never really... <laughs> they're never really... Um, you know, they, they're, too, they're too honest and direct. And it was first pointed out... But, you know, for the, you know, maybe there's some transparency going on there with, with the... Uh, with, Paul Morris in Townsville with the mm -hmm. using multiple tyres on Steve Owen car. That was all quickly eradicated overnight with a new rule saying you can't you can't mix and match. Yep. And yeah, no, no sweet and sour on one side and chicken chow mate on the other. Can't do that. And then there's been the clarification about the can you wheel. spin your wheels yep. while you're in a pit stop because it's more. It's more advantageous, not from a getaway perspective, I think, but you just, these cars are difficult to get off the line, and sometimes, and you're yep. putting new, you're coming in with old rubber, you get new rubber, and it's all 
grippy and suddenly you go, oh, it'll stall or something like that. Now, so Damien has <laughs> said, hey, we, we changed the rules. You yep. can't do that, although you can put your hand up and say, we think we might have a gearbox problem mm. and we, we want to check if we can spin the wheels when it's up on the hoist, but you have to, and they'll go, we'll give you a special dispensation, but it still has to be stationary when it reaches the ground now. <laughs> What level mm. of stationary are we? Yeah, I know, but I mean, having seen that footage at the time that it happened with Winkup's car spinning the wheels, and having seen other cars on dynos and things of that nature, what's it doing? Well, it's just woken up. What, what, I was thinking loud. I don't know. Oh, was it not recording? Just, you know, yeah, I know. I think it was recording. It was just it? half asleep. Well, now it's gone back to sleep again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worrying. It's probably uh, the battery's probably flat. You know, that's probably it. Um, but no. Um, I've been in a situation with a car with a not, let's just say, a less than perfect clutch where you put the clutch in and when you're parked or when you're actually on the ground and your tyres are on the ground, yep. nothing happens. But if you jack it up and put your foot on the clutch, you can be flat to the floor on the clutch, but yet the back wheels are still turning very slowly. And my belief is that that's what happened to Winkup. Yeah, and look, it also could be, you know, a, a technique for people who might be like, sorry, we don't have first gear, we're stuck in second. Mm. Or we can go second, third, but da da da. Um, and, uh, you know, they could probably get off the floor. Anyway, but what I'm... But, but there was they, no breach of the rule, in, uh, no, interestingly no, no, they, enough, they said because, because they said as long as nobody's actually trying to, to put a wheel on or take a wheel off when it's spinning, it's okay. But they've now clarified it. Yeah, yeah, but... But going back to my original point, is I think oh, Damien's going to get fired. He'll either be the next CEO or he'll get fired. You think he'll get fired because they'll make him a scapegoat? No, because, you know... Because he's it, too honest? No, I wouldn't say that. I'm not, no, no, I don't think honesty is... He's too direct. He's, he's, he doesn't want to... He's not political. You mean he's got a way of saying it that puts people offside? Um, on those that don't know, internally, it won't be coming from the team side. Right. Okay. It'll come from yeah. a management perspective. Right. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. won't. Oh, but I, you know, I I hope that they keep. I hope Damien goes forward because yeah, yeah I've got known him for ages, and yeah, he can be a bit of a prickly character, but he's also fun to hang out with, and he, and he's know, very straight up and down. He's, you know, even <laughs> if he doesn't go for bullet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He is a bit, but it, you know, he's a. He's a funny boat, but it has all of a bit gone to his head. It hasn't. It has a little bit gone. A little bit. You're a carry on a little bit. Yeah, gone mm, to his head. Yeah. As also, as the position as, um, of um, a, 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 a very good friend of mine, Aaron Noon. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think his position, like, it gone a little bit to his head. And, um, you know, plenty of time for the guy. But. Just be honest to yourself, nerds. You know, go back to you know, ten years ago we were at Le Mans together. But you know, he's got a bit of TV stuff, and he's got this yeah. V8 Super Sleuth, and you know, he's on the gravy train and all that sort of stuff. And you know, there's lots of. You know. One would not. It would not be appropriate to say that one was had doing the commercial sucking of the dick. Right. For so well, that, that would not be appropriate. It would be slanderous. It would. <laughs> so we won't. No, absolutely not. No. We'd have to edit. Oh, we don't edit. So the Sandam 500's finally got a sponsor. How about that? Who is it? Dick. Talking uh, of sucking. Dick does. <laughs> Dick does, yeah. Dick does the Sandam 500. <laughs> so how about that? 
It doesn't happen. <coughs> Considering that war was were carrying on about, oh, we've got to sell Dick. Dick's not making enough money. Rah, 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 rah. Apparently, the last round of figures that I saw a couple of weeks back suggests that it's actually going quite well. And suddenly they've um, popped up and it's the Dick Smith Sandown 500. Now, I wonder whether... Really? The real Dick Smith. Dick Smith's in it. But, you know, Dick Smith have got... They've been having... <coughs> and, JP, and look, I suggest I might get you a little bit of something for your throat. Yeah. You know, look, whilst I'm having a, a, a boy's block with, with, with a bit of malt. This is something Larry Perkins would drink. It is. It's got an old tractor on it. He loves his... I thought, I thought of that. I've got it. It's, it's actually a great label. Mm. Where'd they come from? Western Australia. No, but where'd he come from? I bought it. Where? Online. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, okay. It's one of my online specials. Oh, I, I like this. It's, it's mm. a good old label. I think it's a label. Uh, no, we'll take a photo of that. Put that up. WA. Um, so, but yeah, Dick Smith, they've been having... Um, it, it, actually, you notice how they're, they're, they're distancing, some, distancing themselves from the name Smith? Mm -hmm. Dick does. Right? They are, yes. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And Paul Ryan, I might add, complete copy of their logo. <laughs> now, I pointed that out to him when he came up oh, with that new like logo. Oh, in actual Paulist. Oh, I sent that to him. I knew I'd seen something yeah, like yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but, anyway. but, but, but they have had they have mega stores, like when you go to Bathurst. Mm. Like this is, you can come in and... <laughs> I'm going to look like a complete goose walking out with an A3 laser printer. <laughs> Hello? What did you bring in today? You check your bag. Oh, I've got a, oh, it's my laser. <laughs> but what about the real Dick Smith? Well, oh, what's happening to him now? What? Oh, well, no, no, no. He's bringing out all this food and stuff. I mean, could he not rock up there and go, well, look, I've got the name. I'm the naming right sponsor. Oh, the my face, name's Dick Smith. The, fa the, the, the face is gone. He could, he could arrive in his helicopter. He's done I'm going, I'm Dick Smith, it's a Dick Smith 500. The DSC 500. <laughs> yeah. So, how do they get round that? What? Well, if Dick Smith rocks up. Well, he's allowed in. Well, would he be? Well, what's well, not his company anymore. What, you don't say, say oh, have you got a pass? Yeah. I'd reckon they probably... I know your name's Dick Smith, mate, but you're not actually the Dick Smith that the actual events are named after. Well, actually, I'm the Dick Smith that the event's named after, but I don't own it anymore. Do you think he's done his day with Woolworths? Do you think he's upset them over the years? Well, I think he has, actually. I think he's upset them a bit recently with his own brand stuff. I Having a go at their own brand stuff. But I would know that Dick Smith, the original, who I used to work for, before he was even Dick Smith. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Did he have a different name? And the Big Bear in Neutral Bay. No, he was Dick Smithers. <laughs> the Big Bear in Neutral Bay? Yeah, the Big Bear next to the Oaks Hotel. It was like a... And the, and the, the Electronic the, the, shop. He, he had like... Do you remember old disposal stores? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to go and there'd be all like ham radios, no bacon included, all that sort of stuff. And you, yeah. You, 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 Surplus to require. But that's what he used to. That's yeah, how he started what, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he got. He, he started up with uh, with a guy called Ike Bain, um, and um, and Ike had an SLR five thousand. Mm. LH, no less. Brand new. Oh, oh. <laughs> gee. <laughs> Mover and a shaker, no doubt. It wasn't as quick as Ashley's quad turbo, but anyway. No. Um, I uh, yeah, it was before that. Before they opened their first store 
in Gore Hill with a thatched roof. A thatched oh, roof? Thatched roof. And I used to kept work up there right? and, and, and hang out. It was, it was great because it was the, you, could, you could buy a resistor. Mm. You know, it was on rolls and capacitors. Yeah. And, I, and, and in fact, the, uh, the TTL series, the 7400 series IC viewers, if you go back that far, <laughs> it came out, it was Motorola, and it was the, what was it called? It was called the uh, a Motorola uh, cookbook. Motorola well, cookbook? Basically, you said, look, you could buy a UA741 operational amplifier and, uh, and turn it into a little something or other. Like right. I don't what it was. But you just get soldering iron out and stuff uh, uh, and the breadboards and... Well, breadboards came later. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, and it was hard to get breadboards. You know, it was oh. just solving something like, yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe that I... Well, I know he had a right-hand man. Ma managed to, like, you know, managed to do... Uh, his right-hand... Gatorade his, was on before I could actually do... His right-hand man was actually Gary, whose surname uh, escapes yes, me. and he went to become Jacob. Jacob, that's right. Yeah. Well, then he is Mr. Jacob. Gary, yeah. uh... Yeah, I can't think uh, of his surname uh, now. But a mate of mine... From years back, Trevor, used, who's also an electronics idiot, um, used to be good friends with Gary in the Navy. Yeah. And I first that? met Gary in the when Navy. the first bash, the first, uh, well, it wasn't the first bash, but it was the first bash, because it used to all be like, um, oh, bloody hell, like the first one was up uh, the East Coast and ended up somewhere or the other. And then eventually they did... Caviar? No, thanks. They did somewhere to Barossa, I think, and the, and the bash ended up in Barossa. This was before each state had its own bash. And um, It would have been... If and Gary was driving... If it with a B, it would have started with a B. It would be like, Broome yeah. to Barossa? Yeah, well, it was something or... like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and, and so I actually met Gary, and he was driving a, a Valiant, I think it was. His name... Is it's Gary Mitchell, I think. No, it's not Mitchell. Mitchell, uh, Gary. Uh, anyway, long time ago. But yeah. I had to drive in. I had to drive in his bash car. I remember that. Very hard to buy resistors at Trevor's place these days. And he stayed true to the form of yeah, selling yeah. resistors and all yeah. that sort of stuff, and built the JCAR Empire. The hobbyist environment. That's right, definitely. And in fact, Trev was instrumental in Gary Johnson. opening up something like that. Johnson. Gary Johnson. Mm, yeah, could well be. Um, in Wright Street in the city, because Trev helped him find the, find the store. Stick anyway. with us viewers and we'll find out the history of technology. <laughs> What's that? It's me the doorbell? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, so anyway, talking should've... about V8s, which we were. Someone should have called Coats Hire. One of your mates is coming out. <laughs> Have I got any? Well, apparently you do. Well, you keep telling me you know him. Who is it? Frank Montagne. Mon Montagne? You don't pronounce the G, it'd be silent. It'd well, be I only when I see him. But, yeah. And he's, yeah. he's, a, he's an F-R-A-N-C-K. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Frank. Yeah, Frank. Right. <laughs> he's signed up for the Gold Coast. He's, he's coming out. He's going to live. in with Crush. With Carl Reindler. He's going to be a fair dinkum shed dweller. <laughs> Frank the Shed Dwight. Uh, uh, so we're going to have to go this year. How many times has he bloody been in the world? I haven't made nothing for Well, there's a few other reasons to go this year as well. So. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. No, I'll be up there. Yeah. 12 starts in Le Mans 24 hour. There you go. Well, Frank actually drove from Panels at one stage. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, there you go. Anyway, um, so, um, yeah, next week, off to Melbourne, and then oh, I won't yeah. be doing a show, I'll probably do a show with folks. You probably will, too. Um, before I go up to the summer show, well, actually, that's high 500. That's probably quite convenient, because I've actually got to go down and open a new supermarket in Mount Gambia next week. <laughs> and I'm going down there on Wednesday and Thursday, so I probably wouldn't be back in time for a show, even if we were doing one. Are you doing it with Kurt Stone? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe how, the, how many they've got down there now. Oh, no, they keep going. They keep rolling new ones out. Yeah, it must be a huge, massive, massive. You know, I, I get a feeling, and I, you, you probably can't comment on this because, you know, like, it's sort of not known. But yeah, NDA. That, well, I don't know about NDA, but definitely. Well, until next week. That really people knows. are coming across the border. Yep, from Victoria. Victoria. I don't. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. I thought they might have been coming from further afield, but well, now you're giving be, it away. You know, mm-hmm. from nil mm-hmm. and buying in and then taking it back and then. Whoosh. Yeah, well, yeah, I reckon there'll be people from Warrnambool. Coastal dwellers. Mm. Cruising over. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I won't be around, so it's probably perfect that you're going to. So you're in Melbourne what days? I'm, I'm going. I'm actually going to drive over to Melbourne. Right. With the um, the, the newly installed, well, I hope so, newly installed wheel bearing friendly mm-hmm. Subaru Forester. Right. The dog's car. The dog's car, indeed. Now, I, I would have taken the green machine, the the Focus mm-hmm. RS. However, it doesn't have cruise control. No. Bit of a, you know, yeah. it's a little it's worry when you spend seventy thousand dollars on a car doesn't with cruise control. True, but nonetheless, JP, I had a service this, this week, but you did I, today. I, but, 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 today, how did it go? Uh, well, I'll tell, tell you about that in a minute. But you know, something else happened to me this week on Monday that was very unusual. Um, that I, I had to take uh, a, a friend to a drop her off at, at a work spot in the morning, right. and then I thought, well, I've got to actually go by, go by Gino. Oh, yeah. Gino Lola Bridget. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Operation. Yep, yep. And because he was making a sandwich board, not to the specifications I requested, but nonetheless, he said... Oh, was he making you a sandwich board, was he? He was making me a sandwich board, and oh, I, right. I took the shots and took the, cut it all up, and photoshopped all the sides, he goes, I didn't look at that. I just did my own thing. I said, thanks for that. So the size is totally wrong, no doubt. Well, it's not the size that I requested. Right. He goes... Ah, yeah, you know, they do. And I said, well, you know, this is what you do when you're doing overpasses. That's right. Well, that, or is that why you're not getting any overpasses? When you're cutting up all that reinforcement for, uh, oh, for a rock bridge. Size. Rock size. We just make the bridge a bit smaller. <laughs> exactly. Pour no, a bit more concrete. No work. <laughs> so I went drop by, not there, after he said, well, drop by. So I put a card in the door there. You know, I rang him the next day and I said, you know, blah, 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 blah. Because what, what, why didn't you drop by? I said, I did. You weren't there. You weren't there. He goes, oh, well, no. He said, and then he goes, I saw you on Portrush Road. <laughs> I went, what? What, in the silver car? He goes, no, in, in the Focus RS. The green, the green car. car. And I went, oh, what time's that? He said, well, I was about up at 11. I said, well, that was just when I was, I left your place. He said, that's where I saw you. I said, but I wasn't in the Focus, I was in the Subaru following a Focus with a number plate, Shizm, which went up on the website. He goes, it did. Yeah, I saw that car, didn't have a dog sticker on it. So it couldn't have been you. And I said, because I, I was in the silver car behind. And I'm going, with the dog sticker. Oh, with the dog sticker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
fell over. I thought, what do you want today, you peanut? <laughs> Too many of them big reds the night before. Um, but yes, the car went in for service. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's a, well, been a long time coming. It has. I mean, it's, it's, it's what, 18 months old mm. or more. Mm. And uh, 20 months old, and it's it's not even at its first service because it hasn't been here in 9,000 k's, but it's had the oil change. So, right. Uh, yeah. um, and so it went to went to to Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis Ford, Ford on Portrush Road. Portrush Road, and, yeah. and you know without pulling any strings because you yeah. know one of your your your, yeah. your young operational Tommy Dolly, uh, he's you know banging someone importantly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go on. Um, snigger, snigger. And, uh, but I didn't want him to pull any strings. No. Although folks said, yeah, why don't you get that done? Yeah, pull the strings. Mm. I went, uh, anyway, I went to the manager, um, Frank. Frank Montagna. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> With a seat. I mean, he'd flown out to, right. to give the job a, a run. And, you know, realises that you don't want to emigrate. You know, because straight from, this is where he'd be moving to, straight after the Surface Paradise. Right? Oh, of course. He's straight to Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they'd be around here for the show. Mm, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> you can go away yeah. holiday and I'll have Lex Le Mans <laughs> dude hanging around. <laughs> Pissing the hell off. Anyway, so I went and saw Frank and uh, yeah, 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 it was all good, blah, blah, blah. And then Frank rang me Monday and said, can you bring the car in? Easy, couldn't have been easier. So I turned up this morning and I thought, I said, what time are you open for? Because we're open from 7.30. He didn't say, can we have it here at 8.30? Yeah. I'll get there at 9 30, 10, 10 o'clock ish, sort of thing. So I think it's convenient for me. I don't know. Why would I? That's not big services. It's not going to be for an hour. I don't know. I'm not the expert. They're the experts. Right, okay. Yeah. They've got their engineers trained up, three of them. Yeah. They've never served one before. They've all done the They've, they've never done serviced the course. one before. Right. But apparently sold nine, but right. never serviced one before. Yeah. Which means no one. No one else has done the kilometres. No one else can go back. No one else has done the the necessary amount of kilometres either. They're all Sunday drivers like you. (laughs) I don't (laughs) even drive it on a Sunday. (laughs) Um, Look, if they're going to give them a drive, you want to take them out and give them a good old. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the car went in and so turned up around there and like you know there was like a juniorette, and she goes juniorette. I went um, name. I don't think about system, I don't think about it. Um, she said, it was in the name of the company. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it could be under the company name, but check that in. Uh, um, do you know what's the number plate? Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll go out and have a look, as opposed to you being a customer service person going out there and have a look at a fucking thing. There's only one green fucking thing out there. <laughs> you know? So go and have a look at it and type it in. Anyway, so their archaic computer system then displayed the cost of the service to them, mm. which was $206.80. Right. That was $460 to me. So there's a markup. So get on to Apple about that. Sure. Thanks very much. I reckon. Plus incidentals. Oh, I suppose it's labour, though. I'm sure the labour... It's a worry group. It's fixed price. Right. Yeah, I know, but that's the way Ford do it, fixed price. Fixed price. But that's still a lot of money. Hey, for the first one, I'm happy to do it. But I know if everyone's going to be $460, I'm going, not a chance. Mm. 
And um, anyway, they finally they, they booked it in, but you know, there's a bit of duress. Anyway, but the service all went fine, and I finally I saw Frank. Um, right. you know, they, I didn't recognise because he wasn't in his brace suit. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he um, <laughs> he came out and hello. And, Look at like a refreshment for the fridge. Look at this. Been Refresh- a lot of refreshment pushing. Uh, going you know, with the cold bottled water. Yeah, that's Or the, the no name cola. <laughs> Give it a bit of a scrub, would you? And like, let me take you, I'll take you down to Eblins for the Subaru service, which costs one third as much. That's <laughs> much more luxurious. <laughs> and the bottle of water you get at Eblins has got Eblins' name on it. So you can advertise it. It might be crappy water, but I, I <laughs> <Exactly>. still love. <laughs> and there was no bottle of water in the car when I got in. Yeah. Anyway, so, so and I came back and, and walked, walked back. I thought, oh, it's all quite a nice walk. Um, and, um, and then yeah, worked for the day and then took the silver car down because it had to go down to um, um, Hef's. Scarface. Yep, Hef's Scarface. Train, train mechanic. Scarface. And, uh, and get the new wheel bearing because I didn't want to be going. No, on the way down there. You know, mm. you have a couple of. You know. it could have overheated quite fine. <laughs> I could have overheated. Well, that's true. Give it the love. And then I walked up the road. And then oh. I thought, you know, I'll go up the, the strip. McGill Road. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'll go up McGill Road and I'll just walk up that. And look, mate, there's some lots of very interesting antique shops and restaurants and some with slight Danish distinction. So, ooh, definitely we're going to go and have a look at that because there's a bit of a, a treasure trove of luxuriousness there that we don't see in clothes, including mm-hmm. some interesting Chinese restaurants that offered black peppered crocodile. Black peppered Not crocodile. Not tonight. Here in Adelaide. Leave me another bloody lobster. Mm. But, um... <laughs> Get free shoes. Anyway, so a crocodile skin shoes. Hmm? Do you get free shoes? Shoes? A crocodile skin shoes with the crocodile. Yeah. Black pepper crocodile. I don't know. Well, what do they do with the skin? I mean, you know. Oh, I hope it's crispy. Well, exactly. So I arrived up there, and uh, I, just as I arrived, with the girls said, "Look, they're all ready. Cars are ready to go. All ready to go. Just pop in." So I pop in. She goes, "We're not quite ready. We're not quite ready." No, she around doing paperwork and she goes just take a seat or stand over here or something seriously oh my god I'm only just thinking about that now like, it's funny how she rang me to tell me it's all ready to go but we're not ready to go but the car was clean and I'll say they, I think they've done a good job yeah. they put the front wheels to the back like I asked them and yeah. they balanced the wheels right oh that's good uh, according to them yeah right but I'd better go and get the paperwork on it because there's there's a few little trivialities that, that talk, talk amongst yourselves that you think are going to be interesting to the viewers. Oh, is that right? Of course. Say no more. Well, viewers. Oh, hold on, he's back already. I don't even have to say anything. There we go. It's all about attention to detail. Anyway, so the, 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 the car was all, all oh, it's good, it was clean, and they, and they did clean the inside of the wheels, which, you know, you said, oh, yes. it's going to cost more. Really? Badge was replaced. They stuck the they windscreen. They did replace the badges. Yep. The, the badge, the one at the, the front. The faded one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All fine. And they swapped the tyres front and back and everything like that. And I mean, like, Very good. Yeah, you know, and the car was clean inside. Da, 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 da. Um, but I you didn't notice. I went, I just, because what I, first thing I did is I want to check the wheel nuts. You go, did you, you know, like. And apparently the, the wheel nuts have actually got like cover that go over the wheel nuts. Like a little. Right. Oh, yeah. cover, but they yeah, were a little, yeah. bit loose on yeah. some of them. And I'd never noticed that before. I didn't even know they had wheel covers, but I thought, right. they must have had like, 
a pull off yep. tool so they get a tool and then put them back on. But so, so they, you don't um, get manky looking wheel nuts. Yeah, but they, they were like mm. moving with it, which means you got this little rattly sound. You know, you see people, you pull up behind a brand new car and they've got a tow bar with a couple of U bolts on the back. Yeah. And you go, they've been driving this new car nuts. and they go, what's that jangling noise? <laughs> <laughs> That's a U bolt jangling. <laughs> anyway, so it was all pretty good. So I went in and went, yeah, right, sat down. And then she got done and went through the, went through the stuff. And then uh, I go, give her the, the credit visa. And she goes, yeah. oh, there'll be 1.5% on that. And I said, on a visa? Yeah, or, or a MasterCard. And I said, you didn't tell me that. I said, oh, yeah, because, signs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but they didn't tell me up front. And yeah. I said, all right, no worries, I'll just do an EFT for you. Give me your bank account. And the girl at the next table over there, she goes, oh, would I set up for that? Leaning, oh. leaning, we, we, no, no, we couldn't be doing that. I said, I'll give you a check then. Yeah. Right? And she goes, what, are you a company? I said, I am. She says, but we haven't done business business with you before. Oh, no. Seriously, yeah. Totally jerking themselves off. We haven't done business with you. Look, if we had done business, you know, things would be different. And I could have gone, Frank, eh, yeah. eh, why, and it wouldn't have been a drama, and mm. Paul rang, and he, I, and then I realised that I had a, a, a one of the, like a maestro card that would that could pull money out of the check account. Like a, oh yeah. Put it in the che- put it in the zip, in the zip zapper. Yeah. And it comes out of the check account into the into the air. It was just the principle of it. Of course. And then the girls said, "Look, look, you know, no, no, no offence intended, but we've had a lot of people write checks that, that, that do the wrong thing by us." But had you been a long term, long standing customer with us, that's right. Then we wouldn't care if the check bounced. I went. You if you are, spent lots of money with us in the past, we don't what, care if you check out. What type of a fucking dickhead are you? <laughs> Why would you say that? So, not Epigen. So, did you have incidentals? Oh, yeah, I had incidentals. Yeah, okay, so the incidentals here is on the, <coughs> on the paperwork. I just Excuse wanted me. to... I wanted, you know, again, it's attention to detail. A break, a tire report, 5mm, whatever it is. Ra, R-A-R. It's not rear, it's R-A-R. Yeah. Um, and they also, they check the tire pressures, including the spare. Well, there's no spare. No, there isn't. There's just a can no. of fill there, there. It's also lime, lime green. Green. Oh. And, um, and they went on to say that the uh, audio system is not compatible. Now, on the basis of you'd have a bit of a... Well, we know about the audio system, don't we? No, 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 but I'll tell you The DAB. Well, the DAB, yeah, but you've had a bit of a week about what, punctuation and corrections and yes, true. political text correctness and yeah, you yeah, get yeah, on to yeah, that yeah, in a minute. Yeah. But then... then Grammar the, Nazi. The, the girl she got, came out and came over and said, said well, she wasn't involved in it at all. She goes, no, no, but it's not compatible. It's not work, it doesn't work in Australia. They said that. I said, look, I've stopped short of saying, did I accuse drop sharply around here in the last five minutes? Did I say that it worked? I said it didn't. I know that. Listen to what I'm saying. It's not your fault, Jarvis. It's Ford's fault. Mm. The Ford, Ford has sent some dickhead over there. Yes. He's... Oh, yes, it's lovely. Let's go and have some sauerkraut and fly on home with his fucking belly full of beer and realise that it doesn't work here in the country. That's so, right. Yeah, and, of course, they're saying, absolutely great. When you take the car back to Europe, you'll have great audio quality. <laughs> I said, well, maybe there's a firmware upgrade. No, no. There was a sound from behind. The foreman stood up. He goes, there's not. And then I explained to him and said, you know... He says, you know, you're the first person that's ever brought this up. We've sold nine of them. I said, but no one's brought them back to be serviced with you. Mm. And he didn't have a word to say about it. I bet that. he didn't either. He didn't. And I thought, no. that's interesting, and I'm the first one to do it. Yeah. And I said, well, then, and you know what that means? And he goes, 
no one cares. No one's. And he said, it was it was like, like, he was trying to He said, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure that 300 of the, 300 of the people, 300 buyers, yeah. didn't even know it was there. I said, I think there are 314 other customers that have got the shits. <laughs> and, you know, put it this way, it's not for you guys to pay for it. I'm not asking you to do it. I don't want you to pull it back. Ford needs to put the hand up and say, we've screwed up. Mm. And, you know, if there was a firmware upgrade, imagine if there was, wouldn't it be a great value-added service for, for you guys, mm. all the dealers, to be able to recall their RS owners to, hello again, love Let us upgrade your digital cost audio. you nothing, yeah. plug it in, doop, doop, upgrade, thanks, here's the yeah. extra feature for nothing. Yeah. And you'd look smart. He said, you know, that's actually pretty, that's a damn good idea. I'm going to get onto that tomorrow and I will be back with you tomorrow. I said, it's not your fault, otherwise I'm ringing the ombudsman. Yeah. No, seriously, I, you, yeah. you, you can't. I said, the brochures are localised. Mm. Yeah, what do you say? You say yes. Enjoy, enjoy the enjoy the quality of the DAB audio broadcast system in Cologne. That's <laughs> right. Of the UK. <laughs> a bit of, anyway. Anyway, I can't spell it. They're knocking. And it's four hundred and seventy dollars. <coughs> Sixty. Sixty. Are oh, they discounted at ten bucks because it couldn't no. spell? You know how much an RS badge costs? No. Two hundred eighty-six dollars. For a badge? That would be the import duty from Cologne. <laughs> Did they fly over air, air freight? <laughs> uh. All right, now you have to... Um, a little bit of... You had a bit of an apostrophe week, come on. Apostrophe week? And, 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 and you know, on that... What, you mean upset and Jezza? No! Right, don't worry about him. The end of this with something... Where's, where's and where's? Irrational logo request. Where is? Incompatibility. <laughs> but I mean, how? perhaps that guy mm. should vet these people. Maybe he should. There was a guy, yeah. Well, viewers, I, there was a guy who uh, I read an article and he employs people only if they've got good grammar. <laughs> He's actually the head honcho of iFixit, if you've ever been to the iFixit website, to... Uh, find out how to ruin your iPhone by trying to pull it apart yourself. Um, and uh, apparently he only employs people who can speak the Queen's English with correct punctuation. It does get, it does get Jesus' ire up, doesn't it? It does. He's, he's somewhat Bogan-like. Well, I, I, mean, I think you, he thinks we're having a go at him. And, when, and, after, and then there, there was the, well, look at you the other day after I said, look, you, maybe you could, I could put a post up and you know, he was clearly, um, you know, more laxadaisical. Laxadaisical, good word. <laughs> um, and you'd run on roses, and I thought it was only appropriate after I'd dropped a, a friend at uh, uh, Smithfield. Friggin' Smithfield. That's right. And I was uh, coming back through Elizabeth, and I thought of Jezza, and I thought, well, why don't you do one? Because the native flower to you would be Bougainvillea. That's right, Bougainvillea. It would be purple Bougainvillea, no less. <laughs> With thorns. <laughs> Chuck a hole the badge on you. <laughs> no, Ford badge, it's Jezza. No! Lisbeth. Oh, Lisbeth would have to be holding back. Sure. Lisbeth. Lisbeth. <laughs> so, right, Lisbeth. <laughs> Where all those holding engines are that have disappeared? 140 holding engines. <laughs> oh, and Robbie Bolger. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. I saw that last night. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get a cheap engine for your V8. Oh. Hold me in. 140 <laughs> And they've only got 37 or something back so far. Where are those monster-sipping, spiky-helmet-wearing... I mean, how dumb are they, really? They're worth 
eight grand a piece or something stupid, and they're what? selling them for two. Now, you'd think they'd at least sell them for four, wouldn't you? Half price. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were selling them so cheap, it was just ridiculous. So what happens? The, you know, obviously but nobody's worked out how they were smuggling them out yet. Because, I mean... <laughs> they, just, they don't go under your jacket. Well, that's right. Apparently they got onto it in January of this year. Now, I can only think January at Elizabeth out yeah, there at the it. factory would be Christmas closed down. for a couple of years. Yeah, but it would be Christmas closed down. And I, you can just imagine them going... Right, Christmas closed down, so we're going to do some maintenance. So we're going to do that maintenance on that storage area over there. Anybody who's but, for maintenance duties, watch out there. Well, no, but, so, but the problem with doing that bloody area over there is we've got to move those 140 V8 motors. Oh, shit, there's only 20 in there. wonder where all the others are gone. How many went? 140. <laughs> Man, that... Yes. <laughs> and... Even more transmissions, apparently. But they got more transits back, so I don't know. So what happens if you happen to be a recipient of one of those engines unknowingly? Well, I could... and, and it's in your car, and like, like, can the... Can the da -da -da -da, I don't uh, know. I mean, do you take the engine management system at the moment? As they, are they serialised? Like, can... Oh, if you sure. interrogate... Well, every, these engines are pretty modern. Every engine's now. got an engine number on it, isn't it? Yeah, yes, but when and then you the ECU, the ECU would probably have a number as well. Exactly, so it mm. might be like unique. So I don't know. It's all going to come out in the wash, I guess. Robbie Bolton, be very interesting. He's running down the road. Mm. Did you see that? No, I didn't. see He that. was on TV. I heard that he was running. Then he saw him and he went, Psh, he's gone. <laughs> I don't think he's any more so of a black youth. Who <laughs> he's doing around the um, Yatla? Not very yet. <laughs> Yatla, you races. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one for a series. Why you are. Yeah, um, welcome, viewers, you are. to the South Australian round of the Yatla Ute Races. <laughs> Why you are a... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why you are a C. <laughs> oh, That's very... Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Japes. Oh. Andrew Flashback. Right. Now, just a quick overview of what's been going on in a new segment, which may only be just this week, but I'm calling it ins and outs. Right. Because there's a lot of in lot of and there's a lot of outs. Firstly, um, who's in? NASCAR, part-time NASCAR, part-time car, part-time IndyCar driver, AJ Eldeminger, has tested positive to his B sample. Oh. Ooh, for... Don't know what's going on. And uh, as a result, Penske... Like, um, See you later. No, no. No, no. Standing by a man. Right. Uh, so, you know, as the, um, as, the, as the press release says, but... Sniffing too much petrol? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're trying to reverse engineer. So, you know, but, but anyway, that, that's propped up. Um, uh, Jorge. Mm -hmm. Jorge. Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> would be quite happy to welcome uh, Valentino Rossi mm. to join him alongside in the Yamaha team as a sudden result of Ben Spees being said, you're out of here. And uh, uh, Ben Spees saying, look, I will be discontinuing my relationship with Yamaha and more to come on this later on. Now, I distinctly recall that uh, Daryl Beattie are uh, there on... Um, oh, on one, on, doing the... MotoGP. Carry on. 
Yep, yep. Um, it was going, no, no, it's going, oh, man, man, man. It's like, it's like a build a career on one one race. <laughs> you know, one 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 race wins. Oh, that would be harsh. Anyway, don't know what's going on there. Um, America, uh, European Le Mans series cancelled, and well, quite rightly so. The next mm. two races, like, but invited the teams that are competing in in European Le Mans series to to come to the uh, final round of the World Endurance Championship at Petit Le Mans with a travel package to be announced. To be announced. And wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but will that give them enough money to get there and do the whole deal? I mean, no. jeez. I don't know, but I mean, if they pay for everything all the way over... If they pay the air freight for the cars... No, I and yeah, the people. Yeah. I mean, you can't be asked. Yeah. Mm, well, Don's yeah. got deep pockets, so... Who? Don. American Wild Series. No, it's the European Le Mans Series that's paying. Oh, it's Euro- oh, right. I thought the Americans were paying to get the Europeans over there. No, the European line well, you're right. already committed to all this. You're building okay. this car. Gotcha. No, 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 no. Right. Okay, that, that's all screwed. Right. As we said last week, FIA GT1 and European yep. GT3 canned. And Out the window. That's all. And, and in light of that, United Autosports, which are going to bring the McLarens down here for the Bathurst yep. 12 hour, um, have pulled pulled out from the Blanc Payne uh, GT Championship series that, that is run by Stefan Rattel. Mm-hmm. So to concentrate for the rest of the year on testing, which means David Brabham's out of a drive in that mm-hmm. area other than testing, to focus on the 2013 British GT Championship. So maybe Stinky might get a proper gig next year. He might. You never know. Um, uh, and then, um, what else? Dindo. Mm-hmm. The Palo. Yeah, finished. Gone. But he said he was going to No, he said he was going to retire. He said he was he yeah. retired. But he <laughs> He's retired from top flight prototype racing. Right. But will still be driving the Audi R8 LMS. Still got to get away from the wife. <laughs> and, um, and then ins and outs. I'm fourth, now I'm fifth. Cut the corners. What? It's a German. <laughs> it's a German. So, that's second it. Sudden ups and downs. Oh, and there's another one there which seems a bit, a bit unusual, but close to home is uh, uh, Jared McLeod. You know, mm. absolutely can't drive a greasy stick up his ass when it comes to V8 Ute racing. Or I see from, from results this year, although he probably can drive a greasy stick up his ass. But there was testing the Isolate Commodore car at with Taz. Well, the Taz car. That's what you're saying. Taz wasn't around. Right. It was a drive day. Okay. Now, no, we ca- we mustn't be saying. That he can't drive a grease stick up his arse. No, we mustn't. Because he can't. Because that's not can. nice. Yeah. Well, most and we can. like him. If they want him to. We like him. We do. But we I have chats with him. Clips of We've chatted many times. That's right. He's chattable and he's eaten and he's stayed here. He's got dog stickers. <laughs> we need to get that back. <laughs> but um, would it not be sensible to perhaps polish your work in a lower category before putting your hand up? To go into the main game, perhaps, maybe. But look, drivers are drivers. They get a chance to drive a better car in a higher category. You're not going to say no, are you? Oh, look, I think I need a bit more experience in the lower categories. There's a bit of HOD going on. There's a bit of HOD going on there. Yeah, but you know, and uh, and perhaps a bit of one-upmanship there towards his brother Ryan from Racer Industries. Yeah, possibly, possibly, possibly. Son of Peter McLeod, Slick 50. Slick 50. Bathurst, yeah. in 1987 mm, or something. Somewhere in there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, time boat. Ago. lovely boat. And a lover of Citroens. 
A Citroen mother. Wow, there you go. Absolutely. Should we be ever over the Wollongong or the Port Kembla Grange area? Want a bottle of Grange? Talk about Citroen. Bottle of Grange. <laughs> well, there you go. So that's uh, that's ins and outs for me. Ins and outs. Done. All right. So, Formula One. Off you go. Hockenheim. For this weekend. Last weekend. Let's just recap last weekend a little bit. Because Mr Webber was most upset. Apparently, according to a report I read from a, a Pommy newspaper, he's seeking answers. Huh? Mark Webber's seeking answers. And the question is, what the fuck happened last weekend? But perhaps they had different engine mapping running on that car as the other car. He just said, he was, I wasn't quick at any stage in the race, I was just hanging on. But do you know that they, you, you, the, the, you talked about in the previous show, episode 215, about was there some yes. change in the way that Red Bull was doing, which was basically being yeah. almost looking like uh, the equivalent mm -hmm. of blown exhaust. Yes. And then it's shown that the engine mapping Mm -hmm. of the car that was run at Hockenheim was producing less torque in the centre of the pa uh, centre of the rev range. And, and that now has been outlawed to say, look, it must be mm. proportionate with throttle position. Yes. And so on like that. So, uh, so perhaps one car was running that... They were Possibly. They yes. were messing with engine management systems. Yeah, they could well have perhaps been. one was like yeah. a little bit screwy. Mm. Yeah, well, that's probably... That's a very big potential thing. And plus we have... We also know that if they were trying to utilise any form of exhaust blowing, that Vettel handled that very well last season and Weber could never get his head around it. So it may have been that he just didn't like the car. I mean, he says that he couldn't keep a very solid it pace. Hard blah, 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 blah. The cars but it would be hard to know the cars were when you've you got electronics so, involved like that. But anyway, so, so we're off to um, Hungaro Ring this week. And um, it, uh, generally, it, it generally creates a boring race. Yeah, but... Very so. very constant radius corners. Like, yeah, uh. Well, um, McLaren are fairly upbeat by all accounts because uh, I think what, Hamilton's won there in 2007 and 2009. And I think Jensen won there for Honda, if I remember rightly. And they, I think they both like the circuit. So And plus, with the result they got on the weekend... They're uh, apparently fairly upbeat, so that'll be uh, that'll be good. Um, Lotus uh, Eric Bouya has dis uh, has said that he's a thousand percent happier compared to a year ago, just because of what percent. just because of what Kimmy's doing. And do you say percentage or ten times? No, he said I think it's a hundred percent. Actually, I don't think he said a thousand. I think he said a hundred percent. Someone's added, added a zero unnecessarily. Um, but he said that they need to do better in qualifying um, and he's sure that Kimi will eventually win a race so that's okay look it appears that they that they are, are going for it and I think they even put his hand up and saying oh, we, you know, we, we're going to be challenging McLaren for that position in third in the title mm, yeah. and, and they could well be I mean, you know what a season because they're with, with, with uh, you know uh, Sweet FA winning it <laughs> you know like I mean, what's the what's the story with that? You know, they all go, oh, nothing works. It's the ugliest car in the world. But hello, but Fernando is just definitely on fire this season. There's no doubt. The about drums, it. Are, he, the drums are working. 
Yeah, they are. They, I, honestly, and you just watch him, mate. He, oh, he's abs- true, isn't it? He's whacking it together. You hear the drums for yeah, That's right. <laughs> McLaren are closing. McLaren are closing. Yeah, after Hungary, they're closing. <laughs> Shut in for summer. That's it, it's all over. <laughs> Close the factory. Close it. Right well, it is. Apparently, there's an understanding between the 12 Formula One teams to save costs. All marks must close their factories for a full 14 day period. During next month's Can off-season. Can you believe how good that would be? Ooh, so, yeah, I want a nice holiday. Well, they're going to get a three-week holiday, basically, in August. And so the, the actual um, teams are all getting two weeks off. No one's allowed in. Forced two Please. weeks off. So there you go. Burglary special. Apparently, Martin Whitmarsh Whitmar said, we are shutting down midnight on Sunday after the Hungarian Grand Prix. And they're shutting down their automotive production line at the same time of the McLaren road cars. Even though they don't need to. They've just said, well, bugger it. It's summer. <laughs> Olympics are on. Let's all take two weeks off. <laughs> Let's all go somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> Let's all go to the south of France and Spain and, you know, somewhere that's cheap. Somewhere, somewhere with our missiles on the yeah, top of buildings. That's it. Exactly. So, there we are. Not that we want to get into that. No, we wouldn't want to, would we? The thighs. Mm. So we can look forward to another tunes this weekend. Looking forward Before to it. Okay, well, as soon as it comes out, we'll be, uh, we'll be the showing... The Apple Radio Hot Laps website. Um, last weekend, American Le Mans series uh, at Mo Sport. Uh, now, I think International Paul is a couple of... Now, Mo Sport's in Canada, isn't it? It is. And it's yes. another track that Don owns. Oh, really? Yeah, really Don, owns, Don owns Mo Sport. And it's, it's, it's not, not motorsport spelled wrong. No. But it is a good track. And um, in the GT category, uh, the, uh, the Flying Lizard Porsche... Well, it, but it failed to, it failed to st- enter the stall test afterwards. Now, people go, what is a stall test? Mm. It's like, how, and, and, and it was... It's got nothing to do with horses. Out the door, and then the uh, extreme speed uh, yes. racing, you know, Scott Sharp, mm. um, uh, Patron, Patron Ferrari yeah. was elevated to, a, to, the, to the winner. That's now a stall test is basically the, the car... Actually, the car's... You have I didn't realise that the 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 Ferrari four five eights and the Porsches are actually have produced less horsepower than their road going versions, really? Because they have air restriction. Oh yeah, restriction. And yeah. so a stall test is such that it happens for the, the top cars that you know, they they basically plug up the the air intake points. Yeah. Point and if the car doesn't stall, then they know they're cheating. Well, they know that there's air coming from another right. perspective, okay. and of well, course, it didn't do that. And then they went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they out the door, and it was, oh. it was traced down. They went, well, hang on, that's embarrassing. We've got to find out about that. Could be a cracked manifold, yeah, or something could like be, that, yeah. but it was traced tracked down to a poorly and incorrectly fitted and um, gasketized that's the word, mm. uh, air cleaner. Right, there you go, amazing. Um, there's been another fucker. Oh, fact, gee. What? In motorsport? No, it's not actually motorsport, but it's more of a bit of consumer land, is that, the, 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 you know, this, we, we talked about the the, uh, the Toyota and the Subaru joint venture to create yes. the 86 and the BRZ. Mm-hmm. Well, the, with the Toyota 86 is coming out like with a, with, you know, 
spare tyres and everything like that, but only to realise that with a spare tyre included, mm. you can't put anything in the back. Right. Because it's too so high. It, it, you cannot put a, uh, a, a bag <coughs> in the back. So suddenly, so, um, uh, Toyota's gone, uh-oh, and sent a bulletin out to all the dealers and to tell everybody, right, um, all the cars now will not have a spare tyre. They'll have an inflation kit, which is much mm -hmm. like the, 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 the focus. Um, but... And that's pissed people off. Well, right? it probably would have, because the, 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 my the, understanding was that one of the one of the um, draw cards that, that that they designed into the car was the fact that if you wanted to use it for a track day, you could get a set of four slicks or semi slicks and throw them in the back, and there was enough room to do that if you included the spare wheel. Well, that doesn't seem to be the case at all. Um, the funny thing is, they never offered a space saver option. Right, like you know, like a little like normally, like yeah, we'll back to biscuit, um, and and yet the, the the Subaru does offer the full tire and doesn't seem to suffer from this this space. I can't quite get my head no, on I it. Can't but when Toyota, and we'll get to the bottom of that on episode two hundred and seventy. But um, Toyota was um, people here that went over and had a chat with the people in Japan. They said, look, um, look, it's already in production, and uh, we can change it uh, to what you want. Mm. But it would take six months for that to go through. And I thought, I've, I've read the Toyota way. They, they, they basically pioneered just-in-time production. Yeah. And here they're going six months. So you can see how they lost their way. Mm, I reckon. Absolutely bonkers. The think tank mentality. And, the, and another thing when we come on to consumer cars is they uh, are, are really... Get her off the printer. Talk amongst yourself, Jack. Oh, here we go again. Blah, 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 blah. Well, viewers, while we're talking about the uh, BRZ86, as you might like to call Shut it, the Toyoburu. Okay, so basically, this is an independent uh, report that basically that said, you know, that if you buy one of these, like you know, like a Honda Jazz, a, a Yaris, a Mazda 2, a Volkswagen Polo, a Honda i20, Suzuki Swift, Ford Fiesta, yeah. Micra, or Baroner. Do we have to name every car in the world? Baroner. What are you actually talking about? Basically, that if you have a list, if as 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 uh, the man at McLaren had said to my friend who saw the damaged McLaren F1 road yes. car, what happened there? Which was Rowan Atkinson. That's right. And the guy, he said, it had a little shunt. <laughs> a little shunt. But he'd obviously, you know, yeah. jumped over the Brandenburg Gate and so that. Um, that uh, these cars were effectively a 10 kilometre front or a 10 kilometre rear exceeded the value of the car. What? Yes! I'm what telling you, I'm not lying to you. Right? Okay, so um, let's look at the Honda Jazz that at 10 kilometres, mate, Tyler, at 10 kilometres an hour into the wall, into something, right? $6,100 damage. <laughs> at the front and rear, at the same speed, $7,700 damage. Total repair costs $13,753 and basically it only cost for them. Anyway, written off. Fifteen grand. Yeah, yeah for the figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you go. But yeah. the Baroner. The Holden Baroner. The Holden Barina. I'm no. wondering what you're on about, the Baroner. <laughs> it's the Baroner because it's got no interior. $2,573.83. There's nothing inside. It's one mm. of the it's South Korea. It's basically, you're sitting on an Ottoman. <laughs> You get seatbelts? No, but you get a pair of braces to go with your autumn. <laughs> Strike. Racing braces. Anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me, really. Uh, it's a tech. Hey!
Neat tech time. Right. Well, well, well ah. I say, mountain lion on the prowl. Now I've done the install today. Oh, you did you do I, it yes, already? I, I bought. You spent twenty dollars ninety nine. I did. Yeah. A dollar extra pricks. Yeah. Um, only Cheers on the team. iMac down the end there, right. on, the, on the iMac, which is a I think a three point oh six gigahertz uh, core two mm. duo with four. Gig- all went pretty good, okay. Um, took forever mm-hmm. to get the download, and mm, so if you want to do it, viewers. Four gig. Yeah, but everyone was on it today. Yeah, of course, but still four gig. I think that uh, you should allocate four or five hours mm-hmm. before it. Um, but um, Adobe CS3 apps working fine. Yeah. And I checked it out prior with, with somewhere else. Um, haven't checked the, the Microsoft. Um, office suite, but that that that, that should be alright. But there are done. some bizarre things. Is that oh, I've got the Apple TV here. I can't make the Apple mirror just won't come up. This is Lamont Line order detects that you've got an Apple TV in the same mm-hmm. room. Well, it's not working. Um, notification Center. How do you configure it? <laughs> you tell me, because I can't. I work it out. So the the help system is completely hopeless. Is it all online? No. No, but I, I'm I'm suggesting if you don't need to do it, I'm not going to move it onto the other machine over there. Yeah. Uh, and Safari Six is yeah, it's all like, all that's. I've got Safari Six today. Yeah, but I didn't want to do that mm. because I wanted to be or have a control point. Sure. Yeah. So I won't move the MacBook Pro yeah. onto it, but nonetheless, eight point one, eight point one, eight point oh one. There'll yeah, be a, there'll be a patch for something in the next few days. But you see, you've also got to bear in mind though that your MacBook Pro is old enough that there will be some features that just will not work. Oh, it's only it's brand new there's, last year. There's still, oh, that's right, because you got an upgrade one. I got a new one. Oh, sorry, forgetting that. So yeah, so I wrote a little bit of. But it's still too it's still too slow. Yeah. I wouldn't buy another machine. I'd never buy another machine with a physical hard drive, like mm-hmm. a rotating drive. You mean as drive. opposed to an SSD and, or And I wouldn't flash. buy anything, anything with less than 8 gig of RAM. No, no, 8 gig of RAM is definitely the, the go nowadays, without a doubt. So. Well, there's not really much else to tech about. It's well, there is of, one little bit of integrating too. No, and, and, and I'll tell you, it, it could be, you know, one of those annoying things, you know. What do you do when you, know, you park your car in? Gurdjie Street, you go in and you're going to put the money in the meter and just that, and you're going to get a little bit of lunch. Yeah. Well, it looks like many places in Australia are adopting a parking solution that based, based around the iPhone that you mm-hmm. will be able to finalise the payment to to the uh, to the, the, the meter mm-hmm. with your iPhone being close by, whether that's near field communications or, mm-hmm. or something like that. But the beauty of it is that you know the timer goes on, and you can sit in a restaurant and you can refill it. Right. When you're there. But isn't that like feeding the meter? So yeah. if you're in a three-hour spot, you've got to move the car. No, you don't. The After the three hours. No, no, you don't have to do that. No, no, the fine details. You, you do not have to do that. That's that's fine detail. If you look into the into the paperwork, and it's also that parking officers they have to physically sight the car in the yes. lease, but they can't monitor it remotely. Which everyone right. thought they were doing, so you can't, you know. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it sounds like it's a step forward okay. yeah. in enjoying lunch longer and just feeding the meat. Yeah, well, so that's, a, that's always a good thing, for sure. Which means they're out of a job. They are. I, I think that the, the number. Eventually, I think. The majority be. of people get caught in parking situations because they don't realise their situation. You're right, because they're running out of time and they can't and, get and back if, to the if, car, if they've if been held up in the shop. I've got an alert on my yeah. phone saying, yeah. hey, tap here. 
put in like 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. you'd tap, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Excellent. And finally? And finally, I've got something that's tech, but you could use it at barbecue. All right. But you can have the final sign-off, but I have to say I am totally sick and tired of the Sydney Morning Herald website. I love it. I've, I've, it's been it, it's, it's a morning thing for me, but now stop it. Ads, pop-ups, this and that. It's oh, good. the video that starts playing, the oh. minute you click on the video and you get an advert. Yeah, it's I know exactly what you mean. Stop it. Yeah. How to wreck... Uh, it's obviously Rebecca. Mm. Rebecca Brooks has <laughs> taken control of it. <laughs> That's the Ranga Morning Herald. I watched that last night. It was a good, good, good doco. Yep. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, <laughs> last thing. I've found, a, job, I've found a new gun. It's a source gun. It's, it's a gun that you don't need a licence for. It's in the kitchen. And if you're having a barbecue and those pesky flies come around. Who? Flies. You know, bzzz, <laughs> No chance of Or wasps. Or wasps, if you don't like wasps. You can use this gun to shoot them with. Right. But guess what you're actually shooting them with? Something that's non-toxic, that you can use across the top of your food without contaminating it. No, bloody hell. Salt. 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 S-A-L-T. There's a gun called Bug Assault. So viewers, go to www.bugasalt. And this guy's invented it, and it is absolutely brilliant. It uses a pinch of salt to kill a fly. As long as you're within two to five feet from the fly... It just but you pump it up by hand. It works on air pressure, and you pull the trigger, and it shoots this little poof of salt, which takes the fly down without actually splattering it anywhere, and it's non-toxic. Oh, so it's like a bullet. Yeah, it's, it's like a bullet, salt fly. bullet, but it's it's like a shotgun. If you can imagine the grains of salt being like the grains from a shotgun. Can you, can you give me the, the, yeah, the have a look. What does it say? Uh, uh, go, go, salt. A go and check it out. It's brilliant. Generated through this ingenious design. Ordinary table salt is utilised as a lethal projectile with accuracy range of three to five feet. Bugs will remain whole for the easy cleanup. No licences, no limits, no batteries. Ooh. It's brilliant. It's got new uses in the bedroom. <laughs> so there you go. So check it out, please. Bugs. <laughs> <laughs>